0: Welcome to Living Bread Radio Presents, a program designed to teach and evangelize about the Catholic faith through various speakers and presentations given in the local listening area. Today's show features Father Nicholas Mancini, a priest of the Diocese of Youngstown, Ohio, and his talk entitled Prayer and Spirituality, recorded at the Gift of Faith Conference in June 2009. And now, Father Nicholas Mancini.
1: You could buy the most fanciest prayer book in the world, printed on the most glorious gold pages, but it doesn't mean a thing unless it comes from the heart. Or how about the third person? One day, this priest decides oh boy, this is going to be a good Sunday morning. I'm going to get up this morning and I got a sermon to end all sermons. These people are going to be shocked to death this morning. Gets up, reads the gospel, fine, everything's going good. Well, I have an announcement this morning. Well, they thought, well, here it comes more money, we need this, we're going to do this. He said, My announcement to you this morning is this. I'm in love with a beautiful woman. Whoa, people in the front row. (gasps) Oh, he's leaving the priesthood. How can he do this? Who is this woman? Is she here in the congregation? And he said, she's so beautiful. I could even describe her to you. And the radiance of that love that I have for this woman is going to bring me great joy and happiness. He said, I am going to give her my fiat. Let it be done. And the people in St. Patrick said, there goes our bishop. It was Bishop Sheen. The woman I love... Described in his book is the Blessed Virgin Mary. He opened his fiat under her. So be it. He consecrated his bishopric to her. The beautiful woman, and thus the beautiful poem that we're all familiar with: "Lovely lady dressed in blue, teach me how to pray. Teach me how to pray." Who do you go to when you're hurting? Who do you go to when you fall down? (laughs) Lovely lady, your mother. On the cross, He was hurting, bleeding, dying. Who did He turn to? At the foot of the cross, His mother and the beloved disciple. That's prayer in motion. The beauty of that prayer, that divine fiat, brings us into the relationship of Jesus Christ. And it ties us in that union and that bond with our Heavenly Mother Mary. That's prayer in motion. And so for the servant of God, Bishop Sheen, it was a reality to teach people a shock value of prayer. That's why he said, your life is worth living. It's to shock you into the reality that, yes, you need prayer in your life. You need to communicate with God. He says here, there are any many explanations and conflicts within us. But sin destroys the soul if we do not pray as we ought. And Father said it earlier. When the disciples said to the Lord, teach us to pray. Teach us to pray. Bishop Sheen is reminding us, yes, If you live in sin, you're not praying. If you live within the confines of I am greater than God, you're not praying. You made yourself God. And you forgot the divine fiat and God's holy will within your life. Or how about this one? There was a monk in Italy who would sit in the confessional and people would come to him. Before they could tell their sins, he would tell them, now wait a minute, hold on here. Before you begin, there's something I've got to tell you. I want you to go out and you come back tomorrow. And when you're ready, then you make your confession. But you go talk to Jesus first. Then you come back. You're not ready. Well, and people were shocked. Well, what's he talking about? Not ready. Examine my conscience. I did this, this, that. St. Pio would look into the soul. And if you weren't prepared, he'd tell you, go and prepare yourself. Not only through an examination of conscience, but he wanted you to enter into the intimacy with Christ. Through prayer. In other words, forget yourself and think of him. Think what he did for you on that cross. Enter into that union with the Savior. Feel the pain and the hurt. Then come. Can we forget in the Scripture where Jesus healed the lepers? One guy comes back, he says, hey, where's the other ones? I don't know, Lord, but I came back to thank you. Thanking God. Our prayer of thanksgiving. Am I ready to meet Christ head on? And St. Pio would remind you of that through the grace of confession. You are reconciling yourself in prayer with the Christ. The one who suffered and died for you on the cross. You could open up the scripture and it's filled with it. It's filled with love and compassion, mercy and forgiveness. The best one and the one I like the most is the one where Jesus is talking to the apostles and there's kids in the background, they're probably playing and one little kid probably sees Jesus and they run up to Him. And the apostles you know, are saying, oh, get away. Just like if you have a celebrity, you know. They say, oh, get away now, you can't, you can't, you've got to have a special pass. So you can't come up and see him. What does Jesus do? He tells them, hey, look. Be still. Let the little children come unto me. For unto them belongs the kingdom of heaven. Unless you become like these little ones, you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. So when I pray... I must be like a little child. Go to your room, close your door, and pray to your Father in heaven who sees all. And your Father who sees all will answer your prayer. So in my spiritual growth, in my spiritual giving, do I find in my life That essence of it being worth living in prayer? Our late Holy Father, John Paul II, gave us a perfect example of prayer. After being shot, what was going through his mind, do you think? Probably what Christ was thinking on the cross. Not, oh, I've been shot, they're out to kill me. Probably, as he leaned back in the arms of his faithful secretary, You cannot help but think of Jesus being taken down from the cross, placed in the arms of his mother. A prayer in motion. A prayer that says, I forgive. Later, what does John Paul II do? Like John the Twenty-Third, he went to a prison, the death row cell of Aliaga. Took his hands. I forgive, and they prayed together. That's prayer in motion, the act of love.
0: We'll return to Living Bread Radio Presents after a short break. This is Monsignor John Kozar, National Director of the Pontifical Mission Societies in the United States. It's something we all do, count our blessings. Topping my list is my faith, our Lord's greatest gift to each one of us. Another important blessing is the presence of missionaries in my life, They've been my heroes since I was in elementary school, and they remain so today. In difficult and often dangerous circumstances, missionaries reach out with the loving heart of our Lord. Count your blessings today, and don't forget the blessing of sharing in the work of missionaries by your prayers. It's a lesson from the missions. Brought to you by the Pontifical Mission Societies. To learn more about becoming a missionary right where you are, visit our website at onefamilyinmission.org. Remember, if you're baptized, you're a missionary. Through prayer and sacrifice, in word and witness, we're all part of this One Family in Mission. And now the conclusion of today's production of Living Bread Radio Presents...
1: In our own lives, do we accept God's holy, divine will of forgiveness? In the book of Genesis, God's will was exemplified even after the sin of Adam and Eve. He promised to send a Redeemer. He promised to send His only begotten Son, who would suffer and die for us, To redeem us and lead us to the kingdom. Thus in that our Father, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. God's will is done in our lives if we allow him and accept him to be part of our life in prayer. And the humdrum of this world of ours and this society which we live is filled with so much hatred, commotion, uncertainties, that we need God's holy will to exemplify us and to radiate us in the mercy of His love through the grace of prayer. And that prayer, and the beauty of that prayer, rooted in the greatest prayer of them all, the Holy Mass can you not come and watch and pray with me one hour? And how sad it is, in that prayer, soon as you say that, our Father, the prayer for peace, and you are called to come to the altar of God and receive the sacred body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. How sad. Out the door to the parking lot. That's not prayer. That's sacrilege. That's like those that were on Calvary's hill who ran away. They did not stay for the end of the Mass. The greatest prayer offered on Calvary. They couldn't wait to see the Mass being ended. As they take Him from the cross, lay Him in the arms of His mother, and they go in peace to lead Him to the tomb. No. No. We have to be in a society of mechanics, of machines and motion. We can't wait. Stand in a checkout line sometime. Wow. You want to hear language like you wouldn't believe. What have we become? Because I'm fifth in line, and the lady, you know, down the row there, she's got a whole shopping cart full of groceries. Why couldn't she go somewhere else? Why couldn't she let me in front of her? With the H this, H that. What have we become? Have we forgotten the Sermon on the Mount? Have we forgotten... the two great commandments? Have we forgotten to see Christ in our neighbor? That's what we live in, a society that has forgotten prayer, love, respect, devotion. Many Catholics have become out-the-door Catholics. And when we do that, we are not praying as we ought. For we don't know the love of Christ. When we find the love of Christ, then we can truly sing. Thank you, Lord, for loving me. Thank you, Lord, for my eyes that see. Thank you for all you have given me. Thank you, Lord, for loving me. That hymn calls us to an awareness of who we are in Jesus Christ. And unless we come to that understanding in our spiritual growth and strength, then like Bishop Sheen tells us, he says, there are millions of favors People ask for from the Lord, but they don't know the Lord, for they did not let the light pierce them through. They have taken the light and hid it under a bushel basket, so it does not give light. So they continue to live in darkness and do not know how to pray as they should. Living prayer is faith in action. Living prayer is that movement. For whether it be like the little boy Nicholas, or like John Paul II, or Benedict XVI, or John Twenty Third, it could be the richest man in the world, or the poorest street beggar on a corner. Prayer is still lifting up our hearts and minds to a God who loves us. And when we come to that reality in our life and in this world, then our prayer will be answered. Do not put your lamp under a bushel basket. Place it on a stand that it may give light that all might see. That is the joy of knowing Jesus Christ. That is the joy of letting Him in to the very depths of your being. That is the joy of your fiat. As Mary said, my soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. Let your divine fiat likewise be that prayer and say, yes, Lord, My fiat is, my soul is open unto you, where you can come and we could speak and share and you could rest a while. And I know you, my Lord, my Savior, Jesus Christ. May God bless you.
0: hope that you've enjoyed this production of living bread radio presents for a copy of this program on compact disc call 330-966-2903 or send an email to orders at livingbreadradio.com and reference the program broadcast date this has been a production of living bread radio in canton ohio join us again next week at the same time for more living bread radio presents